This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today and for both of us to get to be with our guest today. You're going to love her. I want to tell you a little bit about why I'm having her on the podcast. And this dovetails in with an event we're having coming up and some other guests that we're going to have on the podcast. So what I've noticed in all the amazing Monday calls I get to have. So in Flow365, every Monday, we meet in small groups in Flow365 and women come on and share the most important things that they're going to focus on for the week. And it's amazing what happens when we shift our just our outlook on what's possible in a week and prioritizing something a little bit different, really prioritizing what we know matters most, which for some women, some weeks can be making money or a business project. It can be our body, our self-care, a relationship, a child. So it's like not like we're ignoring other children some weeks and ignoring our relationship other weeks and not getting to work the other weeks. But We do so many things, and when everything is the same, usually really heightened importance, it can sometimes cause us to freeze. So that's why we, we really choose based on the week that we're in, the season we're in, what are the three most important things to do this week? And this creates so much change and shift, and a lot of the coaching that ends up happening from me is about how to look at some of the things differently. So even when we prioritize, a lot of times the things that we end up prioritizing are maybe what I would call the tactics, right? So it's like, we want to get healthy. Maybe that's our bigger goal. And that's not a great example of a goal because it's not very measurable. Stay tuned for that one soon. Um, But let's say I want to have more energy so that I can um, show up to some part of my life in a different way. So I've decided that I'm going to really focus on making dinners have food that give me energy, all right? So what happens when we're prioritizing that is that we get very focused on the food or the meal plan or the cooking, like the tactics. And all of these things are really important, but often if it's not something that we're doing, there's something under that. 
There's healing to be done. There's mindset work to be looked at. There's maybe something unrelated that's holding us back. Maybe it's a belief. Maybe it's just like in a whole other example, if we need to, um, if we're thinking about walking every day, like maybe we just don't have the right walking shoes, but we keep putting walk for an hour on our schedule. So sometimes it's just really getting clear of what's going on. And I find often there's some heart, soul, mindset work behind a lot of a lot of the do there's a lot of being work behind a lot of the doing that we're trying to do. And so I want in this spring, we're going to focus a lot about that. We're focusing it on it in, in Flow 365, but we're also going to focus on that here on the podcast. And Laura is part of, of that, you'll see. So she is um, a business coach, actually. So she's going to talk a lot about business. Let me tell you exactly who Laura is, and, and then that will give us a framework, and then I'm going to get back to this topic, all right? So Laura um, helps entrepreneurs, and she really believes that when we're aligned with our joy and our passion, that we're more innovative and creative and confident, and that success is really inevitable, right? And so all those things, creativity, confidence, innovation, these are things that might not end up in what we think we're focusing on for a week. So I want to really uncover that so that we can really focus on what matters most, even within the things that we're deciding we want to focus on. Does that make sense? And so we also have an event coming up, by the way. It's called Make Space for Your Greatness. And this is why we're doing it. We're doing it for all the reasons I just told you, because I wanted to bring in, I think we have five or six amazing teachers. I've learned from all of them. And each of them are going to take on a different piece that relates to a different goal that there would be such tangible things that we could do. But this is like the layer underneath. These are the things that even when we prioritize a goal, we might not make time for. And yet these can be the things that really start to bend time that really start to make us feel like our goals are coming into fruition and see them and amplify them and help us to do the the parts that we still need to if you know if you have a goal to have more energy you you probably still need to focus on your food and focus on moving your body um, and focus on sleep you know depending on what it is for you but there's this underlying thing and that's what we're going to get on get at in this event. So if you want to join us, you 100% should, um, you can sign up at plansimple.com. There will be a bar at the top of the page. There will be a pop-up that pops up. Um, so it should be really clear how to sign up. So you can go there and sign up for um, Make Space for Your Greatness. It's the first week in April. We're trying to make it really doable. There's going to be one speaker a day. There's going to be what we're going to share with you, some of the pieces actually that we only give our paid clients so that you can really um, get this integrated. You, you really can make time to, to listen and follow through on what is asked of you. So pay attention to that week. And again, I'm trying to make it really doable for you. So it's not like one full day. It's an hour or two a day that you're going to focus on this and 
It's going to change so much. It's going to be so great as you head into the end of spring and early summer. All right. Let me get back to Miss Laura West because I really want you to understand all that she does. So she has helped thousands of conscious business owners over the last, I think she's been in business for over 20 years, and she's really helped them unlock their soul work, their personal power, their creativity, and their leadership presence. Now, she definitely is a business-focused coach. And if you're not an entrepreneur, um, if you work or your work right now is motherhood or even all the things of retirement, I highly recommend still listening to this episode because Laura has so much wisdom and all of this could be applied to many parts of your life. Laura is the CEO of the Center for Joyful Business, international business success coach and host of the Joyful Business TV show, and she helps as I said, coaches and healers and purpose-driven entrepreneurs discover their creative leadership inside and out so that they can create wholehearted, successful business. She is passionate that you can do meaningful work that makes a positive difference while making great money, which in some of our brains, does not go together. She also is the author and creator of the Joyful Business Plan, which is, by the way, a great place to start with her, a right brain creative planning toolkit that helps you really decide and plan your business. All right, you can go find all her links in the show notes, but before you do that, I want you to meet her and get to know her and hear all of her wisdom because it is... It is just that. It is wise. So with no further ado, let's get the amazing Laura West on the show. Hello, Laura. I'm so excited to be here with you on the Plan Simple Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good this morning. I'm doing good. So glad to be with you. Oh my gosh. So this episode is definitely going to be for our entrepreneurs in the house. Although I feel like everything that you're going to share is just going to be good for life and business, even though your focus is business. So I'm so excited. It's to absolutely. Get into you know, we can't break them apart, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So excited. Okay. So it's interesting. I'm going to actually like start right with like the word that's part of so much of what you do, which is joy. Yes. Um, and to me, that's a funny one. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I'm just like trying to like unpack this. In my head as laugh, that's half the battle. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's funny. It's like, I don't know that it's a worthiness thing, but it's just like one of those things that, I, that mm. it's like, is this like, like, how do I start from this place? How, like, do, do I give myself permission to, to, yes. to lead with joy? I just feel like there's so many, like, that's just not something that was instilled in me from an early age. So it's a funny word for me to use. It's, it's like a, it's the path. It's a funny word you know? to bring together with business, right? The yeah. Yeah. So like, what? Is that possible? Will you tell us like, will you take us back a little bit? Like, tell us, tell us about how you came into relationship with this word and why you're really passionate about people bringing joy into their work. Oh, sure. So I was back in corporate. And um, I was VP of marketing and we had 50 shopping centers around the country that we managed and oh I was in charge of the marketing. And I like, literally can't even imagine that. I'm just like, you're, you're like the most, like for anyone who's just listening to the audio, like Laura's like the most like goddessy, like <laughs> woman. I'm like, I can't even imagine you in corporate running marketing. I had my incline shoot, my incline suit and my high heels, my briefcase, <laughs> the whole thing back in the day. 
Oh my God. So good. You know, it's perfect for the trend. I'm I'm walking example of that transition because during that time we went through, literally went through uh, six buyouts and mergers in five years. And I mean, it was crazy. And so it was, it really, you know, anybody who's gone through that process knows that it really drains you and is stressful and anxiety provoking and to go through it every single year, multiple times um, was crazy stressful. And so I lost my passion. And if you're in marketing and you've lost, lost your passion, it's hard to be creative, right? And it's hard to come up with the next thing. And um, so I hired a coach and, you know, a career coach to help me figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized how much I loved coaching. And then, you know, everything just happened like boom, boom, boom. And when I started my own business, I realized how critical joy was. Like I was a stand Mm. for there's got to be a way. I saw that when you weren't happy and joyful in your business or your career, the price that you paid, you didn't have creativity and all that. So when I first started my business, a friend sent an article to me and she said, Laura, this sounds like you, what you say. And it was sort of like this woman had uh, Barbara Fredrickson. She's written several books now and uh, she has a great one on positivity that um, she did studies, you know, that prove when you are happy at work, when you're joyful at work, you're more creative, you're more innovative, you know, you're willing to take risk, you are more confident, you know, so to me, that was like proof of everything I knew intuitively, that if we bring joy into our business, then we're more likely to pick up the phone and call somebody, right? We're more likely to say yes to a podcast interview, to put ourselves out there. See, the dog agrees. <laughs> 100%. The dog was bound to bark right when we started. He's been so good all morning. Um, so I'm going to see if he stops. Let's see, dog. Will you stop? Yes. Hold on. It's the mailman. We don't know whether he loves him or hates him or what he thinks the mail is when it comes through the slot, but something happens when that happens and that's what goes on. So what you just shared is actually, I think that's sort of my question about joy because it like triggers me. So first of all, I have always been an entrepreneur, so I don't have the like entrepreneur from corporate story going on. I was a graphic designer by trade. So I, I did work in jobs for like two years after college, but I pretty quickly opened a graphic design firm. So I have like two entrepreneurial things, like when I was doing that. And then when I became a coach, um, but I think that I bought into this story early that joy and work didn't go together. Right. So that if work was going to be joyful. It somehow has to do with like hours and ease. Now I know that not to be true now because I would work so many joyful hours with like to spread the message that I'm trying to spread right now about women and productivity and all that. But at the time, I don't think I knew that. And it's funny how that wiring, it's like, it still creeps up even though I like 100% now I'm doing the perfect thing and love it and have so much joy every day around That's it. That's how entrenched we are, right? In yeah. society that work can't be joyful or it can, oh yeah, you can kind of like it, but the rest of it is 
a slog. We've got to struggle. We have to strive, strive, strive and hustle, grind, so all those will words. Will you go into that a little bit with some of your wisdom? So if there's someone listening who's like, yeah, like I just don't feel that. Like I feel like there's definitely people listening who maybe like, there's some idea that you think you want to do that brings you joy. Like thinking this could be what I, how I spend my days with work. And then mm-hmm. I feel like there's probably people listening who, who are deep in yeah, creating businesses and work and feeling like there's not joy. Like they're, they've lost the joy, the reason. Right. So how, how, like, how do we go about navigating back to joy? Yeah. Well, I think there's two things, two parts of this when you have your, Um, when you're looking at this, one is what brings you joy from a business perspective, a career work perspective. Yeah. And so it's really looking at, okay, what brings you joy? So, you know, you talked about how coaching brings you joy and, you know, you can coach all these people and it, it really brings this high level of satisfaction, right? Yes. Yeah. And so looking at what brings you joy. Now you might be in a business and the business has kind of lost the joy, but it's like, so I turn that towards the people. How can you bring what you're doing to people? And does that bring you joy? You know, so looking at your clients, your customers, the people you work with, you know, are you spreading joy in that way because you love the interaction and then what you bring to them helps with that joy. So that's like two areas to kind of look at. And the third area is looking at your own personal, you'll like this, you know, your own personal habits and mindset and how are you aligning with joy, right? Mm. So from when you get up, not before you even get up, you know, like when you're laying in bed in the morning and it's like, what are the first thoughts that are going to your head, you know, going through your head about the day? And, you know, usually it's a to-do list of some sort, right? And, but aligning with, I get to do this. Okay, I get to do this, right? And that's like, and it starts shifting things. So if you get to do it, then how does that shift the energy? How does that shift what you might bring to a situation? Because sometimes, well, I've got to do our taxes, you know, some yes. version of that, you know, the bookkeeping, the tech issues, the whatever thing that might be part of our, might love what we do, but maybe we're not as crazy about the marketing or some of these other areas. And so I always look for how, do, how, how can we be in our joy like ourselves. So what brings you joy in the morning? Is it to exercise? Is it to read something inspirational? Is it to have some journaling time, um, quiet time to look for the sign of, you know, a hummingbird coming in for the season kind of thing? Yeah, it's funny, because I um, have been myself doing a lot of inquiries, and we've shared them on so I've shared some of my behind the scenes inquiries around um it's funny you bring up mornings, but I'm just mm-hmm. thinking mornings and self-care in general. Yeah. Because what I've noticed in like like listening to so many women is there comes this point, and I've definitely experienced it in different seasons as well, where it's like all of a sudden something that is supposed to bring us so much joy and is there to take care of us becomes like a task. And there's something about that shift in energy that takes away the joy. And I think morning, like the idea of, and I think you actually don't call it a morning routine. You call it a ritual, right? Mm-hmm. That, that word, that word to me is just infused with so much more joy than routine. It just, right? And it, it, to me, it brings like it to saying ritual, like it's intentional, right? Yes. Rather than like the morning habit that I can go through unconsciously ritual to me is like, no, this is how I set my day in motion, yeah. aligning with joy and creativity and 
passion and that leaks over into other things. So how do you, will you talk us through that? Cause I feel like this is such a great, um, I just think it's such a great concept for people to just really, or for women to really just lean into and make space for this, what's happening first thing in the morning. And I just feel like we have so many, I don't know, just preconceived notions about what that even means. Like we have to wake up at 5 a.m. and blah, blah, blah. Like it has to be this way. And right. I think no, you know, I've for a lot of our doing... audience, there's there's kid, like kids involved and whatnot. And it's like, it's not always possible to do it in the perfect way that, you know, usually yeah. some man has told us is the way to do it. So and, Right, right. I've bought those books too. <laughs> and they have, they have to get up at 5 a.m. and dun, dun, dun. And so first of all, I think that you, um, you know, I always try to find what is the greater commitment? You know, the greater commitment is I want to be in alignment with my joy uh, because I know that opens me up, opens up my energy. It opens up my creativity. Um, maybe it opens up, you know, when I um, had kids at home, it opened me up so I could be present with my kids more, you know? Yeah. So like when I did some things for myself first, um, yes. Which brings up another point, you know, like we're not going to, there is no perfection. The perfection is that you do it, like whatever that looks like for you today, <laughs> right? Yes. And in this rhythm of your life, you know, when I had little teeny kids, it looked one way. When I had kids who started driving, it looked a little different. And then now my kids are, you know, the second one's almost out of college and, you know, they're off on their own. And so I, I can wake up and start journaling and I can spend my morning with all my rituals um, when my kids were younger, it was, okay, let me get up. Let me do one thing to get myself just present. And then I would get my kids out the door, get them to daycare or school. And then I could come back and do my, my writing, my journaling, my connecting. So, okay. So yeah, we'll keep going. Well, I was just going to say that it's, it, a lot of it depends on your rhythm. And, you know, when you look at somebody else's recommendations or how they live the perfect life. It's like, you've got to take into account your own like cycle of life and where you're at and certain days, you know, Sundays are more luxurious for me. You know, I get up working five days a week. It's like, um, you know, but I also set my routine. Like I don't see clients before 10 so that I can have this great amount of time in the morning to stretch and do yoga or to write in my journal or to, um, Right now I'm in a phase because there's different phases. Like you said, sometimes you get bored with it or it feels like this heavy to do. So you got to change it up what your rituals are. Yeah. Sometimes I light the candle. I have a stone nearby and I'm writing in my journaling chair, you know, that I have in my bedroom. Sometimes I um, sit on my, I'm on my computer and this is the, what I'm doing right now. And I'm writing 750 words a day. But I start out with a real channeling, like opening the channel for that flow. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And as you're saying this, I'm thinking like, oh, my gosh, my line, my personal lines are so blurred <laughs> between um, just because what I, I, I think it's just because I what I do brings me so much joy. And yeah. so I'm thinking like, you know, my morning practice, it's funny, I think of it as like a personal thing but it's so related to what I do, but it's funny. I don't chunk it into the time of working. And as you were talking, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I should totally chunk that into like, that is working. 
Um, because for me, a lot of the things that I'm spending time, like if I sit down and journal, very often things that are coming up are around my work versus Always. like my personal, right? The next right? article is, the next podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, so part of me is like, wow, like I wonder if that needs to shift. But then the other part of me is like, no, it's like, they're not separate. They're so related. Mine and my- blurs together. So even when I write the 750 words, it's, and I use this great app called 750 words and then confetti comes down when I hit the 750th word. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And it blurs. Sometimes there's stuff I've got to get out, you know, about, you know, my day. I always start the same. I write, good morning, Laura. I love you. I write, good morning, Laura. I love you. And so just, it helps me like come back into myself and remember like, to be kind to myself, you know, this isn't like, I love that. I would just want to pause on that. Um, yeah. Just to say, good morning. I love you to yourself. That's yes. so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, there's a book that's called something like that. Good morning. I love you. And um, that's the main thing I got from it. That was so powerful. And uh, it was my favorite thing. And I, so I start all my journaling like that. Sometimes I just start out laying in bed like that. I wake up and it's like, if something's creeping in of, oh my God, I have 10 calls today, you know, whatever the thing is, the pressures. It's like, good morning, Laura. I love you. It's like, oh, okay. Like, let me just pause there, right? Show some compassion. I love that. All right. So I feel like, well, I know people who, who we, who, you know, we're coaching with and whatnot are are coming into such amazing relationship with themselves. And I feel like Mm -hmm. our listenership is too. And we were just on a call yesterday where someone was like, I know, like, I know that like, as a woman, I deserve to take care of myself. Like, I know that I don't want it to be the way of the past and like the way generations before me have done. Like, I like literally know that. And (laughs) like, there's something that creeps in that doesn't even feel like it's part of my story of like, who are you to make time for this? Like, who are you to like, like your work or take time in the morning to exercise? So do you have, do you have strategies for that? I'm assuming you have many, but. (laughs) Yes, lots, lots. And um, so I would say two parts to that. I mean, one part is you have to choose, like you really do have to decide this Mm. is how I'm going to live my life. Right. We talk a little bit. Will you go into that a little? Yeah. The, um, And I would say the second part is I do some emotional healing work that is around getting the things out of the way that don't seem to make sense. So those are the two places I would look. Okay. Um, But that choosing, deciding is, um, I think of it as I, today I'm choosing to be the woman I've always wanted to be. Hmm. And that has been so powerful and it feels so good, right? To be, to choose. I'm going to be the woman I've always wanted to be. You know, she's not out there in the future. It's like, oh, I'm going to be that today. And this choice lines with that. And it feels so good to make that choice to line up with that. Right. Okay. You're so good at leading me to the next question and the next question. So what if someone's like, I don't know who I wanted. Like, I don't. Then I, that's a good place to do the journaling, right? That's Yeah. A good right. Okay. Do. So, and do you have any insights for like, so I feel like, I love it when a woman catches herself, you know, when kids are young and starts asking these questions. Right. 
But unfortunately, I feel like there are many people who have worked really hard and been amazing moms. And it's like you land at the end of this era. And I think we kind of assume that like all of a sudden we'll be able to answer these questions, mm. but we've been out of practice for so long. And, and I see more and more right now that not only do we come to the end of an era with our kids, but then so many women all of a sudden then are going to caregiving for their parents. Like right, it's right. just like happening more there's and more of, that there's not a break. There's lots of stress, stresses pulling on us, you know, yeah. all the time, you know, or your spouse gets sick or you get sick or there's divorce, there's the empty nest, there's, yes. you know, you get laid off from a career that's been your identity for years. There's so many um, places that that can happen. So I, I take a lot of people through a grief process. And I think mm. you and I have, you know, connected on that before. Um, to, to me, we have everyday grief. There's always something that is, I wish I would have done that, or I wish it would have turned out different, or um, just giving yourself some compassion and some time to forgive yourself for the the career that's ending, the the children that have gone, and now you're not in that role now. Um, you know, the time that you're needing to spend to give to your parents. Um, and so part of it is there's a little bit of time to make sure that you do acknowledge that and forgive yourself and uh, love yourself. And it, I mean, that sounds can sound so um, can sound trite, but when you really take it to heart, it's like, that's the number one thing we can do is to be compassionate and love ourselves so that we can feel whole and strong and that's our truth. And then we can go out into the world and then we I love that and get to choose. And it's funny. I just recently had like a new revelation about that. Cause I, I've definitely come into like probably the deepest loving relationship with myself. I mean, I hope it gets better and better over time, but you know, like I, I was like a really conscious moment of like, Oh, like I really am respecting myself now in a way that I can see I didn't do, you know, right. in my past with younger kids. And and one of the things that was really um, eye-opening to me is that I never, like I never, I mean, I've been doing this work for a long time, so it, I'm not going to say I never, but I, I didn't fully understand the the time commit, like the the benefit of the time commitment to putting mm. this time into really coming right. into this relationship with myself. Yet, I spent a lot of time obsessed with why like my husband wasn't saying the right thing or my friend wasn't saying the right thing right. or my mom wasn't saying the right all thing all the external things all the external people who were basically I was just wanting them to validate me in the way that I wasn't giving myself the time yes. to validate myself and so that has been so helpful in being like oh like I actually have all the time if I just don't spend it you know if I don't overindulge over here wishing everybody right. else was making me feel the way that I could just make myself feel if I just gave myself the time to do these practices. Yeah. So, and so that. that goes to, I love that because that goes to the allowing yourself to take the time to, to grieve and forgive for the things and the shifts and different cycles of life we're in, but then to move into, you know, what has you say a big yes in your life? Like where yes. is the energy and what is the big yes that, you know, that you've never given your, you know, you might not have given yourself permission to do or someone to be. And we have to choose it because nobody else is going to do that. Our kids don't see us as 
Mia and Laura, you know, they see us as mom, you know, and so that's, yeah. (laughs) I know. I remember when I went through a divorce and I told my younger son, I was, you know, I don't know, he was eight or 10 or something, probably 10. And I said, um, yeah, this is going to be like Laura, you know, you know, this is like the new Laura. And he's like, oh, can't you just be like mom (laughs) (laughs) 2.0? Oh my God. I love kids. They're so good. (laughs) But there is this permission to give your, you know, that you need to give yourself to say, you know, what brings me joy, you know, and to go down that path and say, I'm going to take a class because that brings me joy. I'm going to learn to play the guitar or I'm going to, um, uh, one of my clients last week said I enrolled in clown school. She's like, I don't know why. She's like, it just felt fun. Oh my God. That's hysterical. I love Um, it. and And the thing is the joy spills over, right? When you're joyful in one area, then the joy comes into your relationships and you show up differently with your kids, with your spouse, you show up differently in your business. You have the energy that you open up and the creativity you open up will spill into your business so that then all of a sudden you start recovering your joy in your business. I love it. Okay. So I feel like now it's like what I have noticed personally is that I can get like really excited about, I don't know, uh, we were just talking before we went live about like writing a book or like doing some project or like making some program. Right. And then mm-hmm. it's like, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now, now, now I need to do it. And, and, and then there's like this, this, this moment of like, wait, where's the joy. And so I love that you have asking those questions of how to find it. But I think both of us, that's why we work in the way that we do. So I know that you love working with people for a longer, you know, for a year. And I, you know, mm-hmm. in flow, we work with people for a year because there's sort of this, this. Gosh, we're path. changing decades old habits, right? And yeah, right. So, so tell stories. us about, will, will you tell us like a little bit about the unfolding of all this? Because I feel like I just want everyone to understand that like, yes, like we can start in 30 seconds going and looking for joy and this is a journey. Yeah. I always talk about it like you're cultivating uh, joy, cultivating Mm. joy, because it's something that you can have joy in the moment. And then if we're, because we haven't built up that muscle, then something outside of us can happen. Somebody speaks to us sharply, cut us off, takes a long time to get our dinner, the restaurant, whatever. And then we, you know, we lose our joy and we snap to, you know, other you know, more constricting emotions, you know, the anger, the um, things like that. And not saying anger is wrong. It's just uh, not an expansive emotion, right? Like uh, joy and passion and love and creativity. Um, And so to me, it's building a muscle, right? And so that takes time, right? You wouldn't go to the gym and just start lifting some massive weight, right? You do it over time. And um, so and like I was just investigating uh, yesterday, this new business that's called Stretch Lab. And it's all about like stretching us in different ways so that it's like we can keep our flexibility and be nimble and things like that. And I was thinking that so is how we do it with joy. It's like, how do we stretch our joy and give ourselves permission for more and more joy, not only to choose things for joy, but to accept joy, to accept compliments, right? To accept um when other people see our brilliance and accept our husbands coming in and bring, doing something joyful for us, right. Instead of falling right. into the old routine. And so when you bring that into your business, 
you know, and you're bringing, because when you bring it into your business, you're bringing it into your whole life. I mean, it happens like that, you know? And so there's an unfolding of finding what brings me joy, which starts leading to, well, what is my voice? Like, what do I really want to say in the world? You know, what are my beliefs, my perspective, and why is that important? And being able to share that in a bigger way. And it takes time to uncover that voice. And then you want to put it out there and share it with a big yes project, right? In some way, in some form, whether you're doing the podcast or, you know, some um, new program or retreat or something like that. And then like all of those things build on each other, right? And so you're, um, again, it's all woven in together. I love that. And will you, will you talk a little bit about the, like the perception of this is a question I did not like I didn't even know where it was coming from but I'm noticing that this comes up a lot because we're working a lot with time here right so mm-hmm. and I feel like when we're in joy we literally perceive time differently yes than when we're in stress so absolutely I don't, do you have anything to say about that <laughs> I absolutely do yeah it's one of my favorite things to talk about because it's you know, I just think about like my morning yesterday, you know, I had like two classes to design and a TV show to outline. Right. And when I'm in stress, if I start Monday stressed off, oh my God, I have all this pressure, all these things to write, to write. Then it's like, I feel the time is, you know, I feel compressed and pressured and time feels, you know, I can just feel it like it locks me up and there's no access to creativity um, I feel stuck. I feel like my mind might even be swirling some, like, I don't know what to write about. I don't know. You know, everything feels a little confusing. But when I approach my morning with those daily rituals, cultivating my joy, opening up my heart, getting really present, then it's like, the, it's like opening up a channel. And, and I do yeah. a lot with opening up the channel. And then all of a sudden, the ideas for the TV show come in. The article just flows right out. Um, I use processes like mind maps because that helps us flow the ideas, get the ideas out of our head. And then the more you do that, the more ideas come and you start seeing the patterns. And then all of a sudden, oh, here's the outline for that class. And it's so much easier. So to me, it's like joy first and then all the ease, the flow, the creativity, activity you're able to plug into. Yeah, that's it's cool. And and it's like and it's and you were holding like it's it's that weird thing about time and it's like sort of circular. So you were like holding the space, like you're holding the time open to find the, you know, to right. find your joy and then to do the project. Um, and the more you that- do it, the more you do it this way, because at first it feels, oh, you know, I'm going to like, like writing by 750 words. I know that when I write my 750 words in the morning, I am so much better with content, with getting things done, with ideas coming in, with like I've opened the channel. When I don't do it, the whole rest of the day is, you know, it can be good or it can be kind of a crapshoot, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. But it's magical when I do that. And and what's interesting about that, too, is that I'm assuming that while you're writing the 750 words... Do you feel like you're actively feeling the joy or that's not like the, cause I think that's what trips people up. It's like, it's like you, so you do this practice to open up the channels and like feel the joy. Then you, then, then you move Mm -hmm. into doing your 750 words. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's like, 
everything going right yeah. but it's it's different because it's from a different place right it's, it's a hard thing to explain maybe you do it well this do. Is, to me this is the thing that you consciously do your joy rituals in the morning if it's stretching some if it's sitting with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee um and just you know just kind of getting into the energy of what you want for the day and i think that's a difference there's the to-do list, right? We're, here's the right. things I got to do today. Here's my schedule, all of that. And that satisfies a certain part. Like I have to do that so that I know that's handled in my brain, you know? Yes. Um, but then there is the being intentional. How do I want the day to unfold? So I do a lot of workshops around scripting. I call it scripting your success. And, you know, that's a great way to get into the energy of it, of all that we're talking about is how do I want the day to unfold? You know, when I am crawling into bed at night, how do I want to look back on my day and what do I want to be celebrating? What do I want to be appreciating? And so a really, you can write a short script for the day where you actually kind of script the day. I'm, you know, I've got my big glass of water, I'm plugging my phone in, I'm crawling under the covers, they feel so good and warm around me. I've got my favorite sheets and they feel good on my skin. I'm relaxing. I'm thinking over my day and Here's the things I'm appreciating, how easily and how fun that podcast was with Mia. And, you know, and you just go ahead and write it as though it's already happened and how you feel. That. Yeah. And that's that's an amazing way to start plugging into being intentional and aligning, being intentional and then aligning your energy with how do you want the day to unfold instead of, yeah. all right, let me just react to everything that comes up. Yeah. Well, on our, in our planner, we always start with, you know, well, actually I think one of the questions is what's, what's your vision and how do you want yeah. to feel? Right. And so right. really starting from that place so that then when you look at the things that are, you need to get done, it's either you can ask yourself, do they make me feel that way? Or how can they make me feel that way yes. and become more yes. of the driver? I love right. that. Right. Right. That's what so we good. Scripting your day or scripting your week or whatever it is you're scripting. I, I we, yeah, I do workshop. We script your year, we script your project, your big yes project, script your perfect home, your relationship, your money, all of those. So it's all about just document, opening up your your heart and mind to what's possible and 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 writing it. The writing is an important part of scripting, correct? Writing is an important part. You can also do it and imagine. I mean, our imagination yep. is a, a tool, a communication tool with our souls. So you can certainly imagine it because uh, there's some people that just don't like writing. And so that can work as well. Sometimes walking and imagining works well because you're moving your body, engaging your body and getting in movement. And I find that writing um, just works beautifully, right? For those who like yeah. to write or kind of like to write, it's like if you can follow some scripting questions and just answer those, it opens up so much um, that you didn't know was possible. Yeah. I love it. And do you reference that just out of curiosity? Do you have like, do you like once you script it, is, is the job done? Or like, especially if I'm thinking about a year or a longer amount than a day? Yeah. Um, it depends on what it is. Yeah. And okay. what unfolds in it. And so sometimes it's okay. I'm just done. I can move on with my day. You know, I just consider yep. it done and I yep. walk in alignment with that the best I can. Um, and then sometimes if it's a year, then it's like, yeah, then I want to take that year and be, and then I'll go back to it. And I have a whole process, a process that awesome. I have to do where you pull out the key things and, you know, what are the important ideas plus um, what is emerging. So what is emerging? Mm. Where are you going? So we do some work with that 
and then turning that into that. some action steps. So how can people get a, get a hold of you? Where do we find you? Where are the places you hang out? Yes. Well, you know, I have my website, which is joyfulbusiness.com. And then you can certainly come into Facebook if you're a fan of that and um, look up Laura West. I have a Facebook group that's called Joyful Business Community. So you cool. can look me up there. And um, yeah, I have a free... Um, uh, journal and meditation. So the meditation is about uh, connecting with the universal abundance current. And then the journal helps you connect and co-create with the universe each day. So it's a great seven day journal. So. Ooh, I love it. So yeah. and we go get that on the website. Yeah. Just we'll on put the link to in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. So good. So did, did we miss anything that you like love to share? Is there any last well, thing that I've, you know, missed. I think there's that place of, um, the last thing I would say is that, you know, there's that place of giving yourself permission for joy. And then there mm -hmm. is spending some time going all the way into what if you opened up your wild creative heart? And mm -hmm. really, to me, that's my destiny is to help people open their wild creative heart. And how do they, and I love putting that into business because it seems so contrary, but it's like, <laughs> when you open up, like your wildness to me is, doesn't have to be like, we're all going to get tattoos, ride motorcycles kind of thing. Like your wild is like, what makes you unique and different? What's your unique dream for the world? You know, how are you showing up in the world uniquely? And then being able to put your heart out there. That's what we need. We need people willing to risk and be vulnerable to put their heart into the world and really show that they care and um, that they love and that they care about people. And so, and that can show up through business. I love that. I love that. That's the name of your new program. That's a year long. And the right? Wild Creative Heart is the name of my new year long program where everybody going through it is we're finding our voice, getting connected with our soul work path and opening that up in a bigger way uh, to share with more people. And of course, to make you know more money so we can continue to do this amazing work. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, we didn't even get into money, <laughs> which I'm yeah, sure is like, that's going to be the next show. We're going to have to get Laura back to talk about money. money. I, know that, yeah, I love it. Yeah. All this joy stuff is connected to abundance as well. All yes. right. Well, thank you so, so much for being here. I hope everyone goes and gets that journal. Um, yeah, this was, this was amazing. So thank you for your time. Today. Thank you, Mia. I appreciate your questions. It was great. So fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple, and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.